This is Advice for Life with Lynn, Season 1, Episode 6. Today's issue, how to be your 100% real self and reach success. You're listening to Advice for Life with Lynn, an award-winning interviewer and a woman riddled with issues herself, Lynn Martinez. You have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty-gritty with people who know what they're talking about. With the best advice on relationships, career, your body, kids, sex, and everything else in between. This is Advice for Life with Lynn. Everyone, I am so jacked up about today's show. I think I say that every time. <laughs> really, I really am. There's that laugh. Who, who does that laugh belong to? Okay, here's the question for you. What percentage of your life do you think you go around pretending to be somebody you're not? Do, 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 do. For example, how much of your day are you your true self, not caring what other people think about how you look and not anticipating somebody's reaction or editing what you're saying based on that? Like, how much of your time do you spend being the real deal you? If you're like most of us, you might spend over 90% of your time not being your true self. And that's because we're afraid to be our true selves. We're afraid to be who we really are because our boss won't think we're smart or that guy at the party's not going to think we're cute or the strangers at the supermarket will think we're fat or that you're listening to me and you're going to think I'm boring. 90% of the time, that's a lot. And if I'm truly honest with myself, I'd say that I fluctuate probably between I don't know, 70 and 90% of the time. I'm so focused on what other people are thinking about me, I'm not really being my true self. Like when I'm with my trainer and I'm doing squats, I'll pull my shirt down to cover my tummy roll because I don't want her to see the real me, which is somebody with a tummy roll. (laughs) The real you. Please, like she doesn't already know that I'm somebody with a tummy roll. But I'm afraid to be judged by her because I'm really judging myself. So I pull my shirt down while I'm trying to squat. Other times are more obvious. I'll be on the television, doing the news or my entertainment show. Many of you already know that I anchor at WSVN in Miami. And I very much care about what people think of me a lot of the time. And I'll hold back a comment because in my head I'll think, well, that's just stupid, Lynn. Don't say that. People will find out that you're stupid. Most of us, I hope nobody finds out, most of us are so busy consciously or subconsciously trying to get approval so we can reach success that we're not really being ourselves and we're definitely not reaching true success. So today, we're going to talk to somebody who's going to tell us how to be your authentic self and reach success at the same time because they are related. Time. For Lynn's confession. Okay, top three things on my mind today. <laughs> oh my God. Belkis is right in front of me. I feel so bad I'm taking up so much time talking about me. Wow, that's so different. Top three <laughs> things on my mind today. All right, number one, I'm a little depressed thinking my trainer knows I have a tummy roll. <laughs> because I was I would say in my head, she has no idea you're wearing a dark shirt. She can't see it. And I'm considering wearing Spanx during my workouts. Do you think that's a good idea? I think that's a great idea. Uh, number two, this has nothing to do with the subject, but I just tried bison picadillo. And I'm not a meat person, but it was so good. Highly recommend it. Very little fat. I didn't really cook it, but it was my recipe. And number three, uh, I just got Botox, and I swear I get a high off of it. 
makes me feel so good. And I'm wondering if this is the part of the 90% of me not being my authentic self. (laughs) But I don't care. All right. To talk about all this with us is our guest today, Belkis Naray. Background check. The background of Belkis Naray. Yes, Belkis is her real name. Belkis. I know when I met her 18 years ago, I didn't think that was her real name either, but apparently it is. Belkis is a highly successful television news anchor in Miami. She calls herself a news personality. I think that's so she can get away with laughing and giving her comments every now and then. She anchors the evening news at WSVN Channel 7 in Miami, Florida. She's done so for 100 years. Actually, I think it's like 15, but I've lost track, whatever. She was born in Cuba, came to Miami as a child, moved around as an adult for her job in television, and then landed back in Miami 100 years ago. She was a reporter and my co-host of a very popular entertainment show called Deco Drive for many years. And then she was promoted to main anchor in the evening news for uh, 10 years ago. Whatever. You get the idea. Anyway, she's a stick. She's got short, sassy hair. She's got a raspy voice. Think to me more mixed with a little Audrey Hepburn with some hot sauce in there. So what I'm trying to say is she's a non-traditional type of news anchor. At one point in her career, she was told that she would never anchor in this town because of that raspy voice, and I'm sure that hot sauce. Now she's probably one of the most popular and loved local news anchors in the country. She says what's on her mind. She's highly animated and emotional, and she is afraid of no one. Well, seemingly, at least from my view. We'll talk about that. Some people think that she's unprofessional, but most people think she is God's gift to television. (laughs) And her boyfriend thinks she's God's gift to him. Uh, But the fact is she's very successful, extremely, while seemingly being her authentic self most of the time. Let's find out her secret. Welcome, my friend. (laughs) Oh, my. Wow. Your check's in the mail. Thanks for that. Who is that person you're speaking of? No, but it's true. Everything I said was true. Oh, you only say that because you love me. I do love you. I love you too. But you really... I might cry a little bit. You know me. I know. (laughs) And see, that's another thing. You are not afraid to cry at any time. What does does all that mean to you? What does being your authentic self mean to you? I mean, do you even know what I'm talking about? I guess I do. And I was listening to the intro and thinking... Like, I don't know any other way to be, you know? I always say that being me and being how I am and who I am is my blessing. And sometimes it can be my curse because sometimes I'm so direct and so just, I say what's on my mind, maybe without couching it and considering other people's feelings sometimes. I know what you mean. That you sound like you've been a victim of this, (laughs) you know, that I don't think about it. And as I've gotten older, I think I've toned that part of it down and I, I'm a kinder, gentler version of myself. But honestly, I just don't know any other way to be. So you don't, you don't wake up or go throughout your day various points thinking, I hope I'm not wearing the wrong thing. I wonder what I do. You ever have a conversation? Have you seen what I'm wearing right I know. now? Yeah, I'm just. I want to hear it from you. Ask the people at the Publix in my neighborhood. They'll back me up on this. And sometimes I literally look in the elevator when I get in the elevator in my building. There's a mirror in there, and I'll get in and do my stuff, and then on the way back I'll stop and look because when I get in, I'm in a hurry and I'm just. I'll stop and look at myself and literally think, "Oh my God, you look." 
like a homeless person. You left this, the house like this? And homeless and in that moment, pretty good sometimes compared it, to you. It, no, yeah. and, so, and there's nothing wrong in with In that moment, people. I'll stop and ask myself, what must people think when they see me at Publix? And looking then, like this. So, okay. But then so, I'm like, it's in one ear and it's out the uh, other. And I'm like, whatever. You know what? What are they going to think? I'm a real person just like everybody else. I woke up late. I have to get to work. I got stuff I need to do before three o'clock. I need to shower. I need to wash my hair. I need to blow dry my hair. I need to figure out what I'm going to wear to work. I'm in a hurry. It is what it is. The end. But see, that's the trick. What you just, you acted like it was not a big deal, but most of us get stuck on. We rush in the elevator. We look at ourselves. I'll just talk about myself. I'll look at myself going, oh my God. Uh, usually it's like a wrinkle. I'll be like, oh my God, I totally need to get my neck done. <gasps> People are going to know that I'm old. And then I hold on to it. You know, like it's a feeling of gunk. Really? It doesn't go in and out. You, it go, you acknowledge it like, wow, you know, I look like a piece of poo. And then you, like you say, you just let it go. That's the difference. Is that I what you're saying? To. Yeah, I guess, I guess in my short 38 years on the planet. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, right. Yes. Um, you know, I've gone through some things that have taught me the hard way that you really cannot sweat the small stuff. It's just a giant waste of time. Who cares that you have a wrinkle on your neck or you left the house and went to Publix looking like a homeless person? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> cares. You're still a good person. You still do your best every day. You're still kind to others. You still help people. You still feel attractive looking like well, you say a homeless well, person. Well, it's not necessarily that I feel attractive in that moment. Uh-huh. I do. I feel the total opposite. I feel like, how could you have possibly left the house? But in the scheme of things, in the big picture, is that really important? It's crap. Who cares? Nobody cares. What's important is what's going on inside, mm. that you get to work and you're nice to people and you make people smile and you make people laugh and, you know, you walk in the room and it it brightens and everybody's like, hey, hey, you know, that's what counts, the way you make people feel, not the way that you went to Publix looking like a homeless person. Who cares? Where did you learn that? That's the thing. I, I think I just learned through in the course of my life that I would sweat all these details and all these small things and all these, you know, I hosted Thanksgiving one time in my house and I was so obsessed with everybody RSVP. Hello. I, I have a Cuban family. They don't know what RSVP means. They don't know what it means to be on time or well, less. was an hour late. For yeah. The, for by the recording. way, by <laughs> the way, as I dog my Cuban family, um, you know, they don't, they don't care. It's like, yeah, we're coming and we're bringing five other people that we didn't tell you about. And who cares? What's the big deal? It's the neighbor's cousin that came from Cuba and his, and his two nieces and the grandmother. And you're like, and the Ugh. woman he's having an affair with. Exactly. <laughs> who cares? Little stupid. And this, this is what comes to mind. Cause I look back at that now and I'm like, oh, you are so ridiculous. I obsessed over who was coming and how many people that were bringing because I needed to have that many chairs in the yard set up for my table and I needed to order the chairs. And if there were 27 people coming, there needed to be 27 chairs, not 28. Because God forbid, not 26, I understand. 27. <laughs> and I, and now, and you know, I, you know, I always host Thanksgiving. You've, you've right. come. 
And now it's like, all right, how many people? Eh, 41. Eh, let's order 50 chairs. Good enough. If, you know, if some people need to wait to sit down and eat or some people are sitting on the kitchen counter or whatever. So you Who saw cares? at one point that maybe people were happy and you weren't. Like you were getting think, all uptight. Yeah, I think I was really- uptight because there were other aspects in my life that I needed to deal with mm-hmm. and work on and take control of. More than but the chairs. I was not ready or willing to take control of those things. So I I only controlled the things that I Mm. could like misdirect chairs. Yeah. Because I didn't want to deal with what was going on over here, Mm. which was big and heavy and emotional because I just didn't want to deal with it because that's hard stuff. So instead I'm going to control the chairs Mm. and the Turkey because that I can control and that I'm going to obsess over that because that is how we do things. So now I look back at now, you know, I'm, I'm, I dealt with all the things I needed to deal with and all that emotional stuff that I was going through and had four years of therapy. And, you know, I, you can't do it alone. You need the tools, you need friends, you need a support system. And now it's like, I realized that I, I just, you know, I just can't sweat the small stuff. And I do, I'm still guilty. I'm not perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, I still worry about things and get anxiety over stupid things. But what I've also come to realize is you're really not sweating what you think you're sweating. It's something underneath. It's something underneath, exactly. Like I was telling you about this giant dinner that I'm supposed to go to and there's 25 people coming and I don't really want to participate because I know the check is going to come and then it's going to be a giant disaster Mm -hmm. for who pays what and that's always so uncomfortable and that moment is always like, oh, but really... It's not about the dinner and hanging out. It's really about, about, for me, that right now I feel like I need to tighten my belt. Mm -hmm. There's some investments I want to make, and I want to really get serious about saving money. And I don't want to have to deal with paying $400 for a dinner where I had a sushi roll and a martini. So I hear you saying So that's what it's about. It's about me wanting to save money, not really about the dinner and the nonsense and the check. It's never about that. It's about something bigger. It's our job to figure out what it is. See, you'd be a good therapist because what I hear you saying is that you have figured out that when you're feeling anxious or self-judgy, to look at what's underneath it, for example, my wrinkles... I, my, around my neck, I would say maybe I'm feeling not good enough or that people won't like me. Just not my not good enough issues coming yeah. up. I'm connected too much maybe to the physical body. So, but to look at that and then free yourself from that once, yeah. you, once you work on it. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that, I mean, every, we're all supposed to, it's, never, it's like when you fight with your with your husband or your boyfriend or your partner or whatever it is, it's, the fight is never about what it's about. It's always about some bigger issue that's right. underneath it because you know if you keep talking about the that you don't set up the the coffee maker when you drink all the coffee you don't make new coffee every day it's not about that it's about that you're not being right. considerate right. of right. me you're not thinking about right. me and you know in a relationship it's 50 50 i should be thinking about you you should be thinking about me and we should be 
thinking about each other. Well, let's go to more something more um, basic, I think, that a lot of people can relate to. Like when you're on the air, <clears throat> how is it that you do this? You know, you were told years ago you're never going to anchor in this town. That didn't bother you. I saw you. You're like, yeah, whatevs. And then you were offered this great job. And, you know, now you're a highly successful main anchor. And you're like, yeah, whatevs. And, you know, you are not afraid to to be yourself, to scream on the air, to, I mean, I'm serious. Yeah. To, to say what you think. I mean, I'm sure you edit a little bit because we yeah, all do. We all live in this, on this earth together, but there is a freedom within you that is like, you're not afraid to go to the diving board naked. Have you seen me naked? Yes. I'm very afraid well, okay. of that. Am all I right. the only person Maybe. at the pool? Are there cameras the anywhere? Are I have many questions. Is it dim? Is it dark? What? Yeah. But you're still going to the diving board with very little clothing. Um, what is it about? Listen, I'm not going to lie. When I, I was told that my voice was not good for TV anchoring, it's not something that you take lightly. In that moment, I was young. I had just, this was, you know, I worked in Connecticut prior to coming to Channel 7 WSVN in Miami. And this is, you know, this was my station. This is a TV station I grew up watching. It was the station. I'm. This is my town. My parents are watching. My cousins are watching. My aunts, my uncles, my high school friends. It was like, whoa, that's something that 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 hits you. That you're like, wow, dang, that that sucks. But. But you didn't hold on to it. That's no, what I'm I mean, I couldn't wallow in it because it's like, I also know that this business is very subjective. You know, I work in Miami. I might not work in right. Boston. Right. They are another cup right. of tea. What being me works in Miami because it's Miami. Maybe it, it wouldn't go so well over at CNN or something because that's another vibe. It's another show. It's another look. But you never tried to be CNN. You've always well, tried to be you. No, yeah, that's true. And But now I'm also at a place in my life where I'm going to be 50 this year. Oh, wait. Well, but that microphone were, picked that up I thought incorrectly. you were 38. Cut I'm the sorry. mic. 38 plus tax and tip. But maybe we should be our 100% self and, Listen, and, and say I, that you're I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem telling people I'm going to be 50. If for no other reason, because they always say, oh, my God, you look great for 50. I like to say I'm 80. <laughs> You're looking good. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to be 50 this year. And I feel like I'm at a place in my life where I love what I do. I really do. And and what a gift it is to be able to know early on that that's what you wanted to do. You go to school for that. You study that. You get your degree in that and you actually get to do True. that. That is such a gift. Yes. A lot of people never have so that. You're saying you have a lot of gratitude. Oh, every single day. You are a very grateful that person. That is how I start my day. Humble. Every single day. I open up the blind in my bedroom. I live on the ocean. I look out at the water and palace. I say, yeah, right. With her servants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And my chef uh-huh. and my housekeepers, She's and Oprah. personal assistants and such. My stylist, my makeup and hair guy, my manicurist. My, Actually, you do have my all those, trainer. but they're all in separate, <laughs> in separate areas. But anyway, you wake up with I a lot of gratitude. I wake up and I look out and I say, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all the gifts that you've given me. And I really, I mean, just saying it here to you, it really She's gonna cry. It makes me it makes me well up because you know, I'm just a girl from Hialeah who just worked hard and you know, I'm an immigrant. I was born in Cuba and I came to this country when I was one. So 
I what am, if, not to sound like a giant cheese ball, but, you know, I am, I I think the American dream. You what know? are your tears about? Really gratitude about just thinking, you know, growing up with a single mom and being a latchkey kid and, and, and getting home from school and... My mother never checked my freaking homework. Are you kidding Let me? Let alone the phone you didn't yeah, have. Are you kidding? Yeah. And I never got got home to the smell of baked cookies or snacks. or It was like, get home, do your homework, do your chores, um, lock the door, don't answer the phone. You know, it was like... And work hard. Yeah, and just work hard and study. And that was it. But I, you know, I feel like I've accomplished a lot in my life, and and I'm just grateful. I'm grateful because I know this is a hard business. I know that, you know, when I was in college, I would tell people, "I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be on TV one day. I'm gonna do the news. I'm gonna be a journalist." And my friends would be like, "Yeah, right, sure, ha ha ha," and like, "Hello, I do the news, and I'm on TV, and I'm a journalist." So it sounds like three keys, um, three key pieces of advice to be yourself and reach success. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're never we, wrong, Dr. Lynn. <laughs> thank you. Number one, it sounds like you're saying have gratitude. Uh, that is number one, period, the end, across the board. It's Is there is there a number higher than one? Okay. It is at the top. Negative one? Yeah. <clears throat> gratitude and feel it. Say it and feel it. Confidence. Don't sweat the small stuff. And three... Say what you want. You said in high school, I'm going to be this. Yeah, I guess. So I just gave, I just, I just made that you know, up. And you know, what's funny, you know, you talk about manifesting things and, you know, people either believe it or they don't, mm-hmm. but it's interesting because this is so tacky, but I'm going to say it anyway, because I don't care. I remember as a kid being like, I lived in New York at the time because we moved from Cuba to New York first and I remember being like five and I would practice, practice signing my autograph because, because I thought like one day I was going to need to do that. Wow. Like one day I'm going to have to sign some autographs, a book, a picture, uh, something. It's true that whatever happens when you're little, it's ridiculous. And I would answer, I would, I would, I always hated my name. How weird is this? This is the other thing too. Manifestation. I always hated my name because I grew up in Long Island, New York. Uh-huh. I'm Belkis Nere. Right. So, <laughs> you know, I went to a Catholic school. Mm. The, the the teacher would start every first day of school. Lynn Olson here. Bobby Fitzgerald here. Right, right. Sally Withers here. B- and be like Belkis Nere that's why when you came to Channel 7 you hated it when people mispronounced your name Belkis oh I I just I would sign it as a kid I would I would sign (laughs) it Nancy Nere I thought that was easier Nancy (laughs) and then talk about manifestation when I came to Channel 7 they wanted to call you Nancy they asked me if I would change my name wow And and I my agent at the time said, listen, they love you. They think you're great. They want to give you the reporting job, blah, 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 blah. But they want to know if you would consider changing your name. And I said, no. I'm so proud of you. Because you know, they still ask people to Who change their name. Who does that though? People I think, have. I think back at that moment wow. and I'm like, you what had, you nerve had did I have? <laughs> yeah. How, what, 
That's Who testicles that? in Spanish, by I'm, the way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who does that? That's a very bad word, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you okay. shouldn't use it lightly. Well, you know. It's, who does that? Here I am, my first, Connecticut is a major market too, New Haven, Connecticut. But this is, you know, WSVN in Miami. This is the, the, the news station. This is the station that gets, you know, everyone in the country knows this place. So why did you say, what gave you the courage to say no? You know I know what? why you said no. Ignorance sometimes is total bliss. And I honestly, I said no, because I didn't know it was not the right thing. Because you weren't concerned no, about what other people no, were thinking. No, you didn't not. care if the Subconsciously, was- at the time, I didn't realize that that's what it was. But, but looking back on it now, obviously that's what it was. Confidence. I didn't care. And what's the worst that can happen? Confidence. She'll turn around and say, well, listen, that's the caveat. Either she changes her name to... Donna Nancy. Summer. <laughs> well, that would have been cool. Or, yeah, that, that name was already taken. You know, Donna Narang. Or she can't have the job. And then at that point, I would have crossed that bridge if, if I got to it. Mm. But again, I, I had, I say it's like ignorance is bliss, but really, again, subconsciously, it's it's that. It's, it's what's the worst that can happen? Yes. What is the worst that can happen? I was having this discussion with my boyfriend the other day. There's this apartment that came up in, in in this building, and the woman called me out of the blue. She was like, look, I haven't listed it yet. I know you're interested. I want you to see it. I'm asking this much, blah, 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 blah. And I went, I looked at it. I loved it. And I told my boyfriend, I said, you know, she's asking a lot of money, but I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to pay that. I just think it's too much. And somebody else might give it to her, mm-hmm. but not me. So I'm going to call her back and I'm just going to say, look, I think the apartment is great and I love it, but my budget is this and da 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 mm-hmm. And my boyfriend was like, but aren't you concerned that she's going to be offended? I mean, I'm asking her, I'm offering $170,000 below what she's asking. $170,000 less so than what she's your asking. your boyfriend, let's stop right here. Your boyfriend is a regular person saying, aren't you? Let's think about somebody else's reaction. Aren't and you curb, worried? Uh, right. Aren't you worried that she's going to be insulted or offended? I said, listen, I'm not even going to, it's not even going to be an offer. I'm going to phrase it in a way that this is what you're asking. Good for you. I love the apartment. It's gorgeous. I can only afford this. So that's where we are. If you're down with that, great. If you're not, no harm. No foul, amazing, best of luck to you. The end. Confidence. Again, what's the worst she can say? No? What's the worst that can happen? She'll tell me I'm a cheap ass. Can I curse? Yes. (laughs) Beep. (laughs) She'll tell everybody in town that I'm a cheap bitch. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who? So what? And what happened? Well, we're back. And, And guess what happened? She wasn't offended. At all. Wow. At all. And it would have been okay if she was because you have this confidence that you're coming from a good place and, and you got to stick to your budget. That's it. The, and it wasn't, and again, the way I phrase it, it wasn't even, well, listen, I think you're offering too much and right. this is, this is, you're crazy. The market is, it's only worth this. And the, right. No, it's right. like, I love your apartment. It's amazing. But my budget is this. If you can live with that, let me know. And if you can't, I totally understand because at the end of the day, it's business. Right. She's not going to be my best friend. She's not going to come to my Thanksgiving next year. She, you know, 
Have you ever been in a conversation ever in your life with anybody? Come on, be honest. Oh, and you left and you said to yourself, that voice in yourself said, God, I can't believe I said that. Oh my God, I wonder what she thinks. <laughs> All the time. Oh my God. Okay, so you are human, right? So you have gone over... I met uh, I met my boyfriend's cousin and his wife recently, and we all went out to dinner. And you know, I'm a Cuban girl from Miami. I'm outspoken. I'm loud. Yes, people might say, yes, yes. People might say I have a lot of chutzpah, yeah. moxie, uh-huh. cojones, whatever Irritating. you want to call yeah, it. Right, whatever. Annoying, <laughs> loud, gregarious. The list of adjectives can go on and on and on. And here are these two people lovely, <laughs> quiet, lovely sweet. people from Illinois uh-huh. who now live on the West coast, uh-huh. but they're, they're a different breed, uh-huh. you know? And I'm, I'm toning myself down a little bit because I realize that everybody and you're meeting people for the first time and it's my boyfriend's family. I want to make a nice impression, but yeah, I, I said something that I thought was really funny and I think they thought it was funny too. Cricket, cricket. But they were like, ah, 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 ah. sort of like that nervous laughter. So, you know, I, I think they walked away liking me, but probably in the back of their head thinking, wow, this one's, this one's a firecracker. You so know? you but had that's a, who I am. You it had a little bit of editing. And after three wines, <laughs> you thought it was loud an hour ago? Oh, girl, you better strap on your seatbelt. So you're human. Yeah. All right. And again, you know, you're trying to, you're just, you're, you're trying to express good manners too when you're meeting people for the first time. So everybody sort of puts on their, their best right. foot forward yeah. when they're meeting people, right. whether it be on a professional level or, or. Well, that's because or, we all are born with an ego and it's not a bad thing. And we are human beings and we want to feel accepted by ourselves mainly and others secondly. So you're normal, you're a human, but um, so in closing, what is your advice? Really quick, what you're saying, my, my therapist used to always tell me that like, it's okay. Have your feeling. Yes. Right. Have your feeling. And then my friend Jason put it another way. It's okay to have the feeling. Just don't attach to it. Correct. We get attached to, and that's, that's what it. I'm. That's what this whole podcast is about. With and you, let it go. Right. When you said in the very beginning of the show, I have that feeling. I look in the mirror in the elevator, and then I let it pass right through me. So it's okay that we care what somebody else thinks. It's okay that we want to be liked. It's okay we're not feeling good enough, but let it go and go to exactly what I want to ask you now. I like to go over things mainly so I can remember them. Um, so in closing, what is your advice for people who want to practice being their true selves? Oof. Class, what did we go over? Go to Publix looking like a homeless person. <laughs> I feel like we've offended all the homeless people Check because you know why? The they elevator. can't help it. Yeah, that's true. Okay. okay. Anyway, go ahead. I, I Would, hear you. Wouldn't be the first time we offended people, <laughs> you and I. Um, no, you know, honestly... Just learn to not sweat the small stuff. Have the moment, have the feeling, and then let it go. Because at the end of the day, none of that stuff matters. And when you do that, when you do let things go, and you are your authentic self, success naturally comes to you. Yeah. And also listen to the universe gives us signs for stuff all the time. It's our job to be aware 
and pay attention to those signs. Sometimes things happen and we discount them and think, oh, we're just being so stupid and crazy. But that's another podcast. But I like that tip. <laughs> no, you know, you're totally right. It's like, like, what do you mean? Like, give us an example. Um, I don't know. Maybe that whole thing with with the name changing. Okay. Yeah. That was a lesson. You mean? Yeah. I, maybe I should have said no, but I didn't. Okay. Now I look back at that and I remind myself of go with your gut and don't overthink it. Mm. When something else may or may not come up that I need to think about and give an answer to, I, I might think back on that, on that, uh, well, we, we'd like you to change your name discussion. And I'll be like, well, I didn't do that. And that worked out just fine. So what the heck? I trusted my gut at the time. Right. It felt like this is my name and this is the town I grew up in. It's going to be weird for people to see me here with another name. And your gut is your confidence. Yeah. It's not your ego. Your and, learn, and, and the other thing is the other big lesson that I have learned in my life about gut and trusting your instincts and all of that is that even when the lesson is a hard one to learn, even when you make the mistake, even when you say the wrong thing, because in the moment you, you were out of control, not that that ever <laughs> happens, learn from it right? and okay. know that something greater will come of it. That happens. So next time you're going to get a better result, you know, pay attention and learn from that lesson. But don't hang on to it. No. And understand that in the moment, it's like, oh, this is the worst thing that could ever happen. But know that it's not because four months from now, you're going to have another opportunity and you're going to get it right this time. And this is why you failed it the first time because the first time was like, yeah, whatever. That wasn't that wasn't the one for you. This is the one for you. This is the door that's going to open now. Right. And because you slammed that other door shut because you opened your mouth too fast and spoke too much and talked too much and said the wrong thing, now this time you're going to handle it better because you had that horrible experience. Now you're going to get the good one and the better one. And that other door wasn't meant for you. Exactly. But don't just discount it either. Learn from it and apply it next time. Okay, class, I also want to add, again, this is for me. So to recap, Belky's tips, the three pieces of advice, gratitude, confidence, and say what it is you want. Remember when you were in high school saying, I'm going to be a news anchor. Out loud. Yeah, out loud. Manifesting. And, and it, it may not happen. And if it doesn't happen, that's okay. There's a bigger plan, a better plan that you don't even know. So just go with the flow. So to everybody listening, keep being who you really are and you will reach success, whatever success means to you. Thank you so much. This was so special to me. Belkis cried. <laughs> you can find Belkis Nuray at WSVN.com. You can find her at Twitter at Belkis Nuray, the gram, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. To sum it up, today's advice for life, practice not caring what the world thinks, okay? So remember, there were three things. I'm saying this for myself mainly. So number one, practice daily gratitude, practice confidence, and practice saying what it is that you want. And, and, a, and a wise woman, a very wise woman said to me once, always come from love. That would be me. <laughs> 
I read it in a book. So I told her all the time. But I remember, and it's, it's true. true. Coming from love for yourself first and others second. Unleash the rules to be accepted. So accept yourself 100% and watch success come to you. I'll practice doing the same thing. And we can practice together by going to my website. For more on all of this, go to my website at adviceforlifewithlynn.com. You can also check out my blog. It's got some great stuff. Talks about exactly what we've been talking about. And submit your questions to adviceforlifewithlynn.com. Kind of like Dear Abby, but any question you have. I love hearing from you. Sign up for my free email and you'll get the latest tips and advice. And rate my podcast on iTunes. Tell me what you think. How am I doing? Thanks for listening, everybody. This was a good one. See you next time. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about.